Moncrief on News Talk. I may have mentioned this a few times before, but I was in Somalia last year. And one of the many things I'll never forget about it was the amount of bugs. Every morning when I left my room, there would be a sea of cockroaches, most of them on their backs, waving their little arms in the air. And there were so many of them, you couldn't walk around them. You'd have to go down the stairs and it was crunch, crunch, crunch. But you don't have to go that far to encounter exotic bugs. Not too long ago, the actor Jamie Dornan was hospitalised in Portugal after he was bitten by a caterpillar. Many parts of Europe are awash with nasty, creepy crawlies. Collie Ennis is a zoology research associate at Trinity College. Afternoon, Collie. How are you, Sean? Has, has this got worse over the years? Or, or were there always kind of exotic insects travelling around Europe that we should have been aware of? Uh, they've always been there. I just, I'm, we're very fortunate in Ireland, obviously, that we don't have uh, very many nasty, stinging animals apart from uh, our, our bees and wasps, really. So I think people travel abroad to Europe and they think it's less exotic than, say, Southeast Asia or the, the continent of Africa or anything like that. And they just assume that it's the same as Ireland, but there's always been uh, uh, an amount of um, dangerous uh, bugs and uh, reptiles and other creatures to to kind of be aware of. Yeah. Now, the the, the thing that uh, stung uh, uh, Jamie Dornan was a kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, a class of uh, um, a caterpillar. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, what? And, and, and from the reports, it sounded like. That, that the, all the people in his group who were who were bitten by these caterpillars, it seemed to like make them feel they were having a heart attack. What can this caterpillar yes. do? <laughs> so that's the pine processionary moth. And they're called processionary uh, caterpillars because they actually kind of band together in these lines and follow each other kind of nose to tail, so to speak. And they have these irritating hairs on their back that they use for protection. Now, those hairs can actually come off them if a board hassles them or, or another predator hassles them they can come off and just be in the grass and still be quite irritating for a long long period afterwards so you don't even necessarily have to come in contact with the actual animal itself it can just have that effect for, for months afterwards because the hairs are still on the ground and they could have been on the golf course and either come in contact with the insect or they could have come in contact with just the hairs that might have been attached to one of the balls that they were playing golf with. So, um, yeah, that's it's it's a very interesting case. And they have some severe effects on people, just like bee stings, just like wasp stings. We have fatalities in Ireland from them occasionally. You can go into anaphylactic shock the same way with these caterpillars. God. And so yeah. if, if if you're going on your holidays and obviously towards the Mediterranean, is would it be as a general rule, the closer to the equator you are, the more of these kind of insects is going to be? That's always the rule. The warmer, the more humidity in the air, the more um, of those type of species uh, that you would encounter. The likes of scorpions, most of Europe will have some kind of scorpion species. If you're going to the likes of Morocco and Tunisia then, if you're going on holidays there, you're talking about even more kind of uh, spicy scorpion species, like, you know, the uh, the fat tail scorpions and stuff like that. So it, what I always recommend to people is just to be aware of the of the fauna uh, um, in the area that you're going to, particularly places like Greece and, and Turkey and, you know, the warmer climates, because that's the place where you 
you don't leave your shoes out in the balcony <laughs> overnight. Or if you do, <laughs> you bang them out and make sure that Mr. and Mrs. Scorpion haven't made a nest in there overnight. Yeah. Uh, and uh, spiders in general, do they get bigger and hairier the, the more southerly you go? Yeah, of course they do. And then you have like in in, in Europe, you have Lactrodectris, which is the, the true widows. Um, you've got banded centipedes. You've got loads of creatures, which makes my holidays much more interesting for me because I don't like sitting around beside the pool. I can go out and look for these creatures, but uh, most people wouldn't want to encounter them. And again, it's just being aware what's in the area, how to kind of, you know, behave. Don't be flipping rocks. If you have kids, just tell them to kind of stay away from the the, the more uh, wilderness areas just in case. Yeah. Now, uh, the the insects, oh, that kind of the general group of uh, um, uh, the scorpions and the spiders, are they dangerous necessarily rather than kind of scary looking? Most of them would be just, you know, we have that inherent uh, arachnophobia that's bred into us from our, our, our DNA. Um, so most of them aren't that dangerous. And even the ones that do kind of give you a nasty sting, most of them aren't fatal. Uh, but again, on a case-by-case basis, some people might have a bad reaction to anything. Like I said, bees and wasps can prove fatal to somebody who mightn't even know that they have um, an allergic reaction to them. So it, it's always best to err on the side of caution. Yeah. Now, snakes. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of them? Yep. There's a lot of uh, viper species and and other species of snakes around Europe that have, you know, again, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty funky toxins. And again, it's one of those things that you just, <laughs> you just, I don't want to be scaring people away from going on their holidays, but it's just one of those things to kind of uh, be aware of. Again, if you do get a nip off a snake, if you can try and get a photograph of it and then seek uh, immediate uh, medical attention, because, you know, it's hard for a doctor to deal with something to prescribe antivenom, for example, if they don't know what species they're dealing with. So oh. um, it's, it, it, and if you can't get a photo, just try and describe markings um, as best you can. Yeah, I imagine if somebody's bitten by a snake, that that's not, going for a selfie wouldn't be the first thing on their mind. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it might, really. you might be a little bit, you might be a bit panicked. So yeah, I, I understand. Having said all that though, would it be the case that actually mosquitoes are, are present the biggest danger to people and they're very common? Yeah, well, I mean, malaria has been largely wiped out from uh, Europe, thankfully. But yeah, pound for pound, mosquitoes have killed more people than anything else on the planet. So they're they're, they're a, a dangerous little insect um, if we didn't have our kind of advanced uh, medical treatment for them. Uh, Cromwell, I think, got off by a, an Irish uh, mosquito when he was over here. That's the, the, the legend anyway. So they're not all bad. Um <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they are one of those uh, creatures though that have had a massive impact on on humanity over the years because of just because it's so hard to to stop them from nipping you if you don't have our modern kind of uh, chemicals to 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 ward them off or treatments for them. So yeah, yeah, the antihistamines. Uh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, uh, is it? And now I don't know if this is true or not, but like personally, if like mosquitoes love me, it's almost like they know I've entered the country and they're waiting mm-hmm. for me at passport control to eat me immediately. It, yeah. Are some people more susceptible to mosquito bites than others? There's certainly some evidence to suggest that. They do f- f- uh, favor different blood types, 
over others. So you might be lying in a room with a load of travelers if you're if you're kind of in a hostel or something like that and you might get bitten the most because you know you're you're a steak to them and the rest are kind of a mcdonald's happy meal so it's it's, <laughs> it's a very it's a very kind of uh they they are connoisseurs of the of the human um the body so yeah yeah well thanks for putting that in such complimentary terms uh Kali. <laughs> now the the the, 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 the snake it is true we don't have snakes in ireland and why is that well, it's largely down to the ice age. I mean, we were covered in in ice. Much much of the country was, and as the ice retreated and Europe warmed up again, the snakes kind of made their way back up north. But before they got out to our neck of the woods, the Irish Sea had kind of filled in, and and that's why we don't have them here. All oh, um, right, and it's just yeah. us in Iceland who don't have them. Yeah, most of the even our neighbours in the UK will have. Uh, a fair few species of snakes, including the adder, which is a venomous snake. So, yeah, we're kind of, we, we looked out there if you, if you don't like snakes. Yeah. Now, having said all that, because every now and again, you do see a report of some particularly dangerous uh, variety of spider that's probably come in with, you know, a load of fruit and that kind of thing. Is Are we going to see more and more of that in, in the future, do you think? Yeah, particularly with trade, um, you know, everything from roof tiles to fruit, to anything that comes into the country. Insects are great travellers. They like to hide away. They're small. Our border control isn't as tight as the likes of Australia and New Zealand because kind of they've learned from past mistakes that invasive species can have massive impacts on their native flora and fauna. And even that wonderful species of processionary moth that attacked our, our friend on the golf course, they're, they're They've been spotted in the UK. They're actually kind of established in the UK and they've been spotted in Ireland recently as well. A different uh, uh, kind of relative relative of theirs, the oak processionary moth, but it does the same thing. It has the same defense mechanisms. And, like you know, these travel in on imported trees, basically, instead of growing our own trees for rewilding, for putting in forests. Where, you know, we're shipping them in from Europe, which doesn't really make sense when you have this risk factor of bringing in these uh, potentially invasive and dangerous, dangerous little creatures, you know? Yeah. And and for people listening to this, Kali, who are now absolutely petrified and never want to leave their house again, (laughs) do mind go on holidays. Is there, I mean, if you're going to go to a resort in Portugal uh, or, you know, if you're going to go camping in Portugal, which is kind of the would expose you to more insects. Yeah, well, resorts generally, if if I'm going to a resort, uh, you know, and I'm looking around for bugs, which I tend to do, I'd have to go outside the resort to find stuff because they're they're manicured within an inch of their lives. It's not really great habitat for them. So you don't need to worry about that. If you are out in the wilderness, though, you are going to in, in, encounter the natural creatures that are out there. So yeah, it's, it's just want to be Again, aware and don't do anything stupid. Zip up your tents properly. Don't leave shoes out. Don't leave socks out. Shake out clothes. All all the common sense things that you'd be doing. Um, you know, if you were in a field trip looking for these creatures, you should be kind of treating it that way if you're if you're going to be camping out in the wild. Right. I'm, going, I'm off now to cover myself in a black plastic bag. Collie Ennis <laughs> is a zoology research associate at Trinity College. Collie, thanks a million. You're very welcome. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.